Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. up you guys welcome back to another beautiful episode of brunch with desby i'm so excited to be with you here today as always as every single sunday that we have together i'm so sad though i'm going to be honest because i had planned to have my new mic installed and my new mic you guys are going to love it it's hands-free and i'm a hand talker okay you might i feel like sometimes i'd be doing american sign language without knowing it because i'm just i talk with my hands all the time So I got a new mic arm that will kind of like hang in front of me so I can kind of talk and orchestrate, you know what I mean? But it didn't fit the lip of my end table you see here. So I'm going to have to get a new table. I already have planned to like get new chairs. I still want to put up my sign in the background that says sincerely. So we're really working on the YouTube background down here in my little podcast room in my basement. However, I haven't even like painted the rest of the walls. Like there's a lot of stuff that is just not done, you know, and let this be a gentle reminder to you. Cause I feel like this whole summer I've, I've felt this way. So let's just start off this episode with a reality check. I know there's a lot of projects right now. There's a lot of things, a lot of to do's on all of our lists. Okay. For me, you know, Oh, I need to get this room painted the rest of the way. Oh, I got to get this sign up. Oh, I want to get a new end table or whatever the small things in your life may be. And let this be a reminder that question yourself, does this task hinder my quality of life? If the answer is no, then it can fucking wait. Okay. And I don't want you to stress out about it. So for me, I'm like questioning right now. I'm like, oh fuck, I don't have my new mic arm up. I don't have this room painted. I don't have it. Like if you guys see, I should, I'm going to take a picture of it right now. So you guys can see every week what I'm looking at and how fucking frumpy it looks in here. Literally just took a picture for you guys. It, it looks so shitty, but it's like, does, is this affecting the rest of what I do? Absolutely not. So if there's something in your life, maybe a task, maybe you wanted to reorganize your closet or, you know, go through this or do this, just those small, like summer things that we've wanted to maybe get done and we haven't got done yet. Don't let it stress you out. If it does not affect your quality of life, does not affect your life. If you get to wake up every single day, breathe through your nose, walk on your legs, let us be grateful. Cause there's a lot of people out there who maybe are mouth breathers, number one. And some people out there that maybe both of their legs don't operate the same way as some of ours. And we need to be grateful for whatever situation that we're in. With that being said, we have some fucking crazy news. Okay, you guys might've already seen because I'm sure you guys have seen it on page six. You've seen it on the Daily Post. You've seen it wherever you get your news that I got a new car. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so fucking excited. Now you guys want to talk about improving your quality of life. This new car is improving my quality of life. So let's break it down because I had a lot of questions. First off, when I first got my Tesla in 2019, no one knew. I didn't make this big announcement post. I didn't look at my new car. I didn't, I didn't nothing. You guys never even really saw the outside of my car, except sometimes in like accidental photos or whatever. Maybe my sunscreen and sarcasm account. You guys might've known what car I had, but like I never made this big pronounced, you know, got my first car, big deal type of type of thing. I bought my Tesla Auto X because I was down in Florida with my dad. I was living in Florida at the time. My dad was with me and I needed a new car um, to support me moving back from Florida to Ohio. When we were down there, there was a Tesla shop. We walked in, we test drove one just for shits and giggles. And my dad, he's a huge car guru. He was like, Des, I think this would be worth it for you. Like, it's just you right now. At the time, you guys don't plan on having kids for a while. Like, this is a great car for what you do and where you guys will be living in Columbus, Ohio. Lo and behold, five months later, find out that we're pregnant. 
while we're living in Ohio. We also go into the COVID lockdown. All these things change immediately. So I've had this car since November of 2019. It was a Tesla Model X. It was beautiful. It was fun for the time being, but it quickly turned sour. Upon even getting the car, I immediately had issues. We drove from Florida all the way to Ohio. Mind you, this is a brand new car. Like I didn't get it le- I didn't get it used or anything. It's a brand new car off the lot. My cabin would overheat. I remember going through Atlanta. My brother and I were driving through Atlanta, again, back up to Ohio. AC didn't work. Like all these things happen because you're you're ideally you're, you're driving on a computer. Okay, like, and if you've never driven in a Tesla, if you've never drove one, it is such a different drive than a gas car. So different. It's amazing. It's interesting. It's unique. I never had to get an oil change. I never had to change my brakes. I barely had to use the brakes. It had a regenerative brake system. It was crazy. Okay, there's a lot of great things about the car. Immediately upon having Maddox, though, the car seats, as much as they were properly installed, don't get me wrong. It was not made, like the size of the car was not made for car seats. There was no headrest, so I could never put up like those, you know, baby mirrors in the background in a proper way. I had to like make shift how to like hang them on the car, like on the seats. It, a lot of it just didn't coincide with a family vehicle. Now, if the kids weren't in car seats, et cetera, maybe it'd be different. But then you get into the aspect that on a Tesla, you have to charge. So you don't have to pay for a Model X. A Model X is free charging. It's their highest model, their best model, not a flex. But I got the best of the best because I knew this was going to be a car I was going to have for a while. Well, I did have it for almost four years. It had a good go, but it's something to really think about if you are someone who number one commutes a lot and number two has a family. A Tesla is not a family-friendly vehicle and it's not ideal for charging, especially living in the Midwest. Think of your phone, okay? If your phone gets too hot, what does it do? It dies fast and it doesn't work properly. What happens when your phone gets too cold? It also dies fast and does not function properly. So really in living in Michigan, I only had a phase of like three months where my car would optimally run, all right? Everything else in the car, I'm gonna miss. I mean, I even cried leaving it. It was my baby, okay? It was my first big girl purchase. I was so proud of it. Um, I worked very hard to get it, so be it. Now, when I went to look for a car on Monday, I knew I needed to do this because I was sick of having to use Wyatt's car all the time. I couldn't always you know, get like the, the best mile range. My car was long range, AKA the longest possible, right? I could charge it up to almost 300 miles guys. I would maybe get 200 out of it. Cause by the time it took to utilize the quote computer of the car, it would kill my battery. It just was not worth it. On top of having to charge it overnight in my house, I'll be curious to see what my energy bill does this month. And honestly, I'm going to keep you guys updated because I shared, um, that I, you know, I was curious what it'll do to my electric bill. And some people who had hybrid cars, which I'm like, that doesn't even correspond to a fully electric car. They're like, it didn't do much for ours. I'm like, okay, well I'm charging a whole fucking car, not a hybrid car in my garage. So I'm going to keep you guys updated because I'm genuinely curious if it's going to change my electric a lot. Anyways, fast forward. That was a long backstory, but I just want to let you guys know the origins and why I'm not liking the Tesla. Fast forward to just last Monday, we go in to a dealership, Toyota dealership, and I'm like, I just want to start looking, okay? I knew I was going to get a used car. I'm not trying to buy a new car. So fast forward, we try a few cars. I tried a Forerunner, and then I got into the Hyundai Palisade. I've never even looked at one before. I knew a few of you actually recommended them for like a mom car. But, you know, I wrote down a few top contenders, whatever. Well, there was a used 22 Hyundai Palisade, aka just last year. I'm like, fucking slay, what's good? So we end up test driving it, immediately getting into it. I was like, this is perfect. This feels comfortable. This feels right. It's very similar to the Telluride, which my husband has. And I'm like, this feels right. So anyways, fast forward, right? We're, we're sitting down, we're discussing, whatever. They end up giving me a great amount for my Tesla since I had so much equity in it. Paid off my Tesla loan. With the remaining balance, I was able to put down X amount on the car um, because the because the, the Tesla costs so much more than the Hyundai, right? And this sounds weird to say, but I was, quote, downgrading right? I had this quote luxury vehicle and I'm downgrading. So I was able to put zero down. I've taken off almost $250 a month on my car payment and have decreased my insurance over a hundred dollars. Since Tesla is considered a luxury vehicle, 
your insurance is higher. It's more expensive. It's more at risk, I guess, if you want to call it. Um, and it costs a fuck ton to fix. So regardless, walked out of there, not spending a single dime, saving money, saving money. I don't have to pay my monthly fees for my Tesla. You have to like pay like $10 a month for all this stuff in it, blah, blah, blah. I, I literally walked out with the car that I absolutely love. And as much as it would be looked at as a downgrade, 100% I upgraded. Like it was so amazing. And I just had to share that with you guys because used cars need love, love too. Okay. Used cars need love too. Try to say that 500 times, but it's true. Okay. Used cars are just as great as old cars, as new cars, whatever. Like I have no shame in buying a used car and no one should. Not that you should, but it's like, I feel like so often we live now where it's like the newest, the best, the prettiest, the most expensive, whatever. And I was like, dude, fuck yeah. I have to put $0 down. I get rid of my car. I fucking hate it. Got a car that I love. That's also going to be way cheaper to fix. And it's perfect. Perfect for me. Perfect for my family. And she's pretty. So like in the back, there was like a few dings, like, you know, whatever, but you wouldn't even see them. And then it went through the full certified car check. Like, you know, everything was perfect. So I got it from the dealer. So it was amazing, flawless experience. Like I can't say more. Um, if you're located near Benton Harbor, Michigan, signature Toyota over on Napier Avenue, mwah, beautiful experience. It was the easiest car purchase I've ever fucking made in my life. Like I literally walked in, walked out. Like it was so flawless. I'm so giddy about it. So yeah, I'm going to, have to make sure I let you guys know how my new mom car is, but I'm so excited. It's crazy how much like a small like car switch can like change everything. But yeah, so sorry. That was like a long winded story, but you guys have to know the origins of the Tesla and why I hated it so much. And now my new car, new, my new used car, but new for me. So she is a new car. Um, so yeah, what a way to start out an episode. I hope you guys are still with me here. We have a lot to fucking talk about. First biggest story that I even thought up to mind and that I need to keep periodically, I'm going to check my fucking email right now because as of today, the verified fan Ticketmaster codes come out for the Taylor Swift era's tour. Cause I don't know if you guys have fucking heard this crazy bitch is coming back next year to North America, Canada, other places again again. I'm like there, listen, there is no way she does not come back, perform this whole tour, right? Finish up the air tour. There is no way that she is not going into hibernation for like five years. There's no way she's going to pull a folklore. She's going to pull it evermore. She's going to go sit in a cabin. She's going to be in silence. She's going to be writing and writing and writing and writing. There's no way she has, like, do you know how much overstimulation you would have every single weekend? Now, listen, I think Taylor really does love what she does, but how can you perform the same routine, the same everything every single day, three days in a row, every single week? Like she's had, as of right now, the longest tour as many shows played in like history as of now. And by the end, she like, by the time she finishes her tour, it will also be one of the like longest running tours. And they're comparing it to like the Beatles right now, Beatlemania, I believe. So yeah, that is absolutely crazy. So again, guess all the rumors are true. Everyone remained calm. Taylor Swift officially announced a second North American leg of her era's tour with special guest Gracie Abrams in October and November of 24. This time around, she'll swing in two, Miami, New Orleans, Indianapolis, and Toronto for 15 additional gigs. And as of now, Ticketmaster will have the tickets available. So there are three dates in Indianapolis. That's what I'm really gunning for. But here's the thing. My family lives right near Toronto in Canada. So listen, motherfucker, if I need to pack my goddamn bags and cross that border up by Detroit, I will gladly do that. I am really excited to know though, that she's actually bringing Gracie Abrams again, man, I was really hoping maybe there would be, maybe there would be an opportunity for Olivia Rodrigo. Like I'm still holding hope, but again, I just really don't think that that's going to happen because she's going to be on tour with guts, which I'm also so excited for. We're under a month out from the guts release. I'm so stoked. So obviously Taylor Swift coming back on tour. That's crazy. We had, um, last weekend, all of the stars in Los Angeles went out to the SoFi Stadium out in LA for her tour. There, guys, when I tell you this was virtually the Met Gala or like a fucking Oscar award ceremony at her at her concert, like all of the stars were there. Like Cameron Diaz, like a lot of like actors. Cody Ko was there, which like we'll get there in a second. 
There was a ton of influencers there. Like anyone, Hillary Duff went, Alicia Keys, so many people. Anyone who lived in LA virtually just like went to her tour, which I just have so many questions about. I'm like, do you have to pay? How much are your tickets? Do they, do, does like management reach out to you and be like, hey, Taylor wants you to come to the concert. Do you decide to do that? Does everyone that comes to the concert, are they friends with Taylor? Have they actually met Taylor? Do they get to see Taylor after the show? Do they like, I need to know. But I think the cutest thing that she did, and you know, I'm so glad that they got to experience this was the Bryant. So Kobe Bryant, his family, may he rest in peace, went to the concert and they gave uh, Taylor Swift during the song 22, she gives her like hat to a fan. Typically it's someone in the first row, whatever. And she gave it to, I want to, uh, I'm li- like literally blanking Vanessa, Natalie, and the little one I'm blanking right now. I'm not going to sit here and pull it up on my phone, but they gave the littlest daughter the hat. And it was just such a full circle moment. You saw so many photos start recirculating about the time that Taylor Swift was on stage with Kobe Bryant. And there was just obviously such a family bond at that moment. It really just came full circle. And it's just still such a legend that we lost along with the daughter. You know, it's like, it was just such a terrible event that really kicked off COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we really think about it, and it was just, it's so sad. And to this day, it's so sad, but Regardless, it was just so cute to see all of the celebrities there. A lot of them brought their daughters. Um, and it was so cute to just see like all the young kids singing like, you know, love song and or like love story and singing like just all these old songs from debut that you're like, you weren't even born yet. Like we sang that first, but it's cute to see it passed on through generations. So that's exciting. And the last Taylor news is I'm seeing everywhere these speculations that I think are true. We saw a film crew on the Eras Tour in Los Angeles, which means that we are going to see what we hope to be a documentary of the Eras Tour. I am not, now listen, I won't be shocked if this happens. I feel like the Eras Tour, so many people didn't get get to be a part of it that wanted tickets that didn't get them. I have a feeling Taylor Swift wants that experience to come to everyone's TVs. She knows not all her fans could be there. And she wants to share this experience with you guys, with all of us. So I think that it's gonna be somehow broadcasted But also I feel like at this point, Taylor Swift probably has a running like capsule of like different shows she's done, different behind the scenes because one day she's gonna make a banger documentary. I think it's gonna be like fucking nine hours long. Now there's already a documentary of her called Miss Americana on Netflix. If you guys have not watched it, please do. Like if you're not a Taylor Swift fan and you're listening to me right now and you're like, oh, like, okay, yawn, like next story, please go listen or please go watch that documentary. I think you would really, really, really love it. Okay. So we'll see. I also heard a source tell page six, I believe that there could possibly be a theatric, theatrical approach to the Eras tour sharing that curious what that means by like the theatric. I don't know. Maybe does that mean a mo- like a real movie, like in theaters? Does that mean a fucking play? Like, I don't know. I'm not good with that verbiage, but we'll see what shakes out. I think it would be really fun. Next up, huge news, Kelsey Kreppel and Cody Ko, my two mother effing favorite YouTubers, and you guys know this, I live it, I breathe it, I say it almost every fucking episode, they are expecting a baby boy in January, and listen, this announcement post was so perfect, because they posted a ultrasound photo as the first, and then you kind of swipe through, there was a photo of them, like, just being dorky, being cute with mom and dad tattoos, like, not real ones. (laughs) And then they showed how they told their parents. And then it was another tat, like tattoo pick of both of them. It was so cute because it was just so to the point. And it's so them, it's just like, Hey, there's no bullshit here. We're not going to be like, Oh, guess what? You know, scroll for more surprise. Like it was just straight to the point. We're having a baby boy in January, heart, 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 heart. And I cried. I laughed. I was excited. Like my parasocial relationship was at an all time high. I've been following Cody since dude, I don't even know, like a long fucking time ago since like probably 2016, 17, probably like around when I started YouTube and I found YouTube, you know, like I started watching YouTubers. He was probably one of my first people. Just his comedy was funny. I don't remember how I came about um, him. I think, you know what? funny story. I vividly do remember this. I was looking up a Cody Simpson song. And at the time I didn't know Cody, like what his last name was. Like it was like Cody's, you know, he was kind of new on the scene, whatever Cody Simpson. So I just looked up Cody and the first few videos that came up were of Cody Co. 
And so I think I clicked on one of his videos and like, boom, I just kind of started watching knowing it wasn't Cody Simpson, but I was like, oh, like, who's this? Like, whatever. And that, yeah, that is what it was. That's funny. Kind of like memory unlocked type of vibe. So they're expecting a baby boy. I'm so excited. Um, I'm excited for the content to come. I'm excited to see how their relationship evolves, how their parenting involves. And I think it's even more funny because Cody and Kelsey are already fucking hilarious, but I cannot wait for their take on parenting because when you finally see people you like enjoy as comedians and stuff become parents, you just feel them on a different level of like humor, you know, like, oh, fuck them kids. It's like, you get it. Like we get it, you know? And so I'm so excited um, for that. Another big story that hit Bachelorette alum, Jason Tardick, beyond heartbroken over Caitlin Bristow split please be kind, he says. So a few days ago, the couple put on Instagram, dude, it was actually kind of nutty because they just, they posted this photo of them cuddling up in like a restaurant. They both look great, hands around each other, holding hands, and they collab posted it. And like, that was just nuts. I'm like, man, we really live in a day and era where we're just like, hey, let's just collaborate this post and like two birds, one stone, like what the fuck? So Jason Tardick shared an update on how he's holding up after he and ex-fiance Caitlin announced their breakup. I will forever be grateful for this beautiful person that was brought into my life. I'm beyond heartbroken. The Bachelorette alum wrote on his Instagram story Sunday with a photo of him kissing Bristow's forehead. Please be kind as we both go through our own individual journeys to heal. Um, Thank you for your love and support over the years. He also addressed the split during Monday's episode of Trading Secrets, which is his podcast. The reality star also admitted that he had to record the intro a second time after the first take, quote, did not go well. It's been a bit of a challenge today and tonight, he began. And as I'm preparing and uh, feeling ready to talk about how these feelings also impact what's next in life for me, I will share those as I also try to hold my standard to share specifically what I ask, ask of my guests. So basically he's just navigating this trauma really. And they go on to kind of say that they want to still remain friends. And I'm like, we don't have to, like, you guys don't have to lie. Like, just don't talk, you know, like it's, it's okay to just go your separate ways. Like, I feel like people who try to say, oh yeah, we're going to remain friends. It's like, you don't have to make an excuse to us, babe. We don't care. Like we know how breakups feel like, especially then being in the public light of it and, the way that they got engaged and how public they were on the shows. Like we get it, you know, rumors of their split swirled late July when Bristow was spotted without her engagement ring. So they began dating January, 2019 and got engaged in May of 2021. So a lot of people, um, are already, you know, throwing these speculations already, you know, it's already, this and like Caitlin, it also always falls on Caitlin, not skinny, but not fat. She posted, um, Amanda, she, she does like a podcast. She posted a photo of them saying how heartbroken she was and how like oddly misogynistic it already points at Caitlin. Like, Oh, Caitlin must be into girls. Caitlin must do this. Caitlin must be blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, like, why can't we just mourn for them and be heartbroken for them both and just not have to jump to conclusions right away? Like, why do we care so much? we're all going to live. We're all going to be okay. You know, but it was very sad. There was a lot of breakups lately too. I don't have all of them listed, but man, I was going through some like pop culture catch up and everything was like broke up, broke up, broke up, not together, not together, divorcing, you know, all these things. I'm like, Oh my goodness. So it it's actually, it's just really crazy. I feel really, really bad. And I did want to just do a little quick brief update as well on our story last week with Lizzo and her banana fetish. Okay. So if you guys haven't caught up TLDR, Lizzo is in a lawsuit along with one of her like main dancers or something, um, that they were sexually harassing the other dancers, weight shaming them, made them eat a banana out of a sex worker's vagina in Amsterdam in February. Long story short. So, um, Basically, Lizzo came on to make a statement. And I don't want to say that she dilly-dallied around the statement. I don't want to say that she was, you know, I don't I don't want to say that she was didn't like she wasn't like denying it, but she also didn't really stand up for it. But basically, 
uh, again, I'm just kind of, kind of paraphrase one part. She says these sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who had already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. Um, she goes on in general, I'm not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I'm not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. I'm very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I'm not. Last slide. I'm hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who's reached out to support me during this difficult time. So I don't really know what is going to, what's going to end up happening here because when you look at, the comments immediately, there is a lot of fucked up comments in the beginning. Like the most liked comments are people like pissed off. The statement is giving nothing. Innocent people do not need to write paragraphs to prove their innocence. I believe the victims, but it's interesting that no one has ever come hard for a white man as the media is coming for Lizzo right now. Again, we're, we have a lot of different takes on this. You're not the victim here. Your music sucks and so do you. Quote, open with my sexuality, quote, well, that's a really cute way to dismiss sexual assault. So again, a lot of people are just, they're still very heated, still very pissed. Um, I haven't seen much update other than that. Um, To be quite honest, the other stories have been pretty quiet. So I'll be curious to see what continues to shake out because this will definitely be a public, well, not only public court of opinion, but it will definitely go public in the court. We will definitely find that out. So yeah, other than that, those are our few quick, quick stories pretty, pretty hot for this past week that I wanted to chat with few updates before we get into our watches. So this is today's the 13th, right? Next week's the 20th, the 27th. We have our episode with Vanessa and Xander Marin. So make sure you guys turn on your notifications for that. We're going to be talking all about sex, sex therapy. Um, why is it hard to have sex? The longer you've been together, why is sex uncomfortable to talk about? Or if it's not uncomfortable to talk about, why is it uncomfortable to initiate maybe for women or for men or whatever it may be? A lot of really great things. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the to that top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. Some other updates um, we have, sorry, I need to fix my legs. You know what? Let's go ahead and just take a sip real quick. Let's go ahead and just, let's get re-comfy and take a sip real quick. I have my um, Alani Nutrition, which I'm going to give you guys a little update in my wellness corner of what's going on with me and my supplements. I do have my new Kimade chiller on. I believe these are going to be releasing soon. It says Alani by Kim K. That's really the only branding that's on there. It's super cute, pink, love. Mm. <sighs> mm. Nothing hits like a cherry slash bitch. All right. So first off, new story. I'm wearing this new story set. It's so cute. 
it's in this floral print. It's technically floral. It kind of reminds me of a smushed monarch butterfly. That's what it reminds me of. You know, like when you were a kid and you used to kill the butterflies, you didn't know you weren't supposed to, but you might have a few times and you smushed them on the ground. It kind of looked like paint. That's what this, this looks like to me. So I'm wearing this breakthrough light support bra. So there's no padding in it, but I love it. Love it. So comfortable. Kind of has an open back back here. And then I'm wearing the Perseverance short as always. This is pretty much their best-selling legging slash short slash material in the same color. These released last week on the 9th, but you can shop now. They're having a huge summer sale. So just make sure you use code DESBY as always. And we actually have new Buff Bunny coming out this coming week. It's called the Inner Light Collection. Um, I was a little bit hesitant for this because I was like, ooh, it's kind of giving Northern Lights, you know, Alaska. That was kind of like the vibes they're going for. I'm like, huh, I just don't know if this is going to be another collection for me overall. Like, I feel like, listen, I'm not a business owner, but I feel like they really pissed away their opportunity this summer to just come out banging with some bright, fun colors. You know what I mean? Like, it's summer. Like, bring back the under the sea do more dream house type vibes, right? Do, do a um, fairy tale collection. Like, I just feel like we're coming out with like these darker colors that are really mimicking to me more of like a transition to fall. And um, last launch of the year, well, last launch of the summer in August, I thought was just gonna be a really nice bright palette again. And some of the colors are bright, like don't get me wrong, but I just thought it was gonna be like a 2.0 dream house or like cake collection. You know, like those vibes, Felt like they almost came too soon back in April and March. Do you know what I mean? So you can't go wrong. Their messaging is always beautiful. The campaigns are always beautiful. I was just like, man, I was really hoping for some more brights in my closet, but don't worry. Petula and Paragon have been really stepping it up. So as always, um, code does be for Buff Bunny. I will have a review on my YouTube channel. I have not been getting the, the world's biggest packages from them the past probably like six months. I'm not an exclusive affiliate. I have a lot of codes for other companies, you know, so I understand them giving their exclusive athletes more merchandise. You know, it makes sense. I'm not tied down to them. So I'm very grateful for anything that I get, but just be aware that, you know, I might not have the biggest feedback opportunity for selection of product, but whatever I have, I'm always going to give you guys the reality and I'm going to break down what else is offered. So stay tuned on my YouTube for that new vlogs every Wednesday. As always, we have Vuray items um, releasing as well. We have new backpacks. We had new side bags. So Vuray, great bags. Code Desby for that. And the last little sneak peek I'm going to give you guys is we have some crazy shit coming for Hydrodrug. Crazy shit. Like you guys are like Hydrodrug is single-handedly coming in and going, yeah, you don't have to shop anywhere else. I'm stoked. Um, so I can't tell you much more, but I can tell you it's going to be great. And again, if you don't follow my personal Instagram, sunscreen and sarcasm 2.0, two period zero. Make sure you go follow me there. I accept all my brunch girls. It's just my personal Instagram. I just, it's private. I just share whatever I want there. It's just a kind of my free place um, where my, my reels are just all memes and it's funny. So join me for a good time, not a long time. Watches, okay. First off, I watched the fucking craziest, craziest documentary on Netflix. It is called, it was called The Deepest Breath, Deepest Breath, Deep Breath, Deepest Breath, Deepest Dive. Okay, anyways, look it up. The first word's deepest. It is all about the extreme sport of free diving. And if you've never heard of free diving, bro, I was like, okay, like what, what's so hard about it? Like it, you're just, di like you're diving. I mean, you're in water, I get it. You're, you, you know, what's the big deal? No, 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 no. Free diving is fucking psychotic. Okay. If you are someone with that, that part of your brain that is like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to do free diving or, or like free climbing, like rock climbing without equipment and shit too. If you guys haven't watched that documentary on Netflix as well, it's fucked up. This documentary single-handedly had me holding my breath 90% of it. It was so well done so well executed, so well explained. Um, it was a beautiful story and it was all about the art of free diving and a few of what would be considered the greats. 
a few people that really blew up the sport, a few people that were holding, you know, world records and making records in general and all of these great things. It was about, it was all about their stories and, and what they did in the art of free diving. And it was so interesting to me what happens when you go that deep in the ocean. So these people are going 100 to 200 meters deep. I think the world record of free diving right now is like 428 meters. I'm not going to pretend like I can uh, tell you how much that is in feet or anything right now. But when they were explaining it on the show, for example, like one of these persons free diving, they were like, that is basically going up and down the Statue of Liberty. And imagine flipping the Statue of Liberty upside down in the fucking water. Okay. You're diving that deep. And these are often obviously in oceans, right? So you're in wildlife, number one. Number two, you're going so deep in the ocean, you it gets pitch black. I don't know about you but mommy is scared of the dark. Okay. So imagining going down to the depths of the fucking ocean where you don't know, are you going to run into a shark? Are you going to run into a fish? Is a fish going to slap you in the face? Like, I don't know. Cause I can't see. All right. So then you have to touch this little pole at the end. You have to grab a tag basically to say, Hey, I did go that far. I swear. And then you have to go back up. Now this is where it gets really fucked up because your lungs compress as you go down in the ocean. So like you're going to, this is science, babe. Science class, science with Desby. You're going down in the ocean, okay? You hit a certain point, your lungs start to constrict. This is why they train so hard for it. Your lungs become the size of a fist. That air is sucked out on top of you holding your fucking breath. No oxygen, okay? So then they have what is called, they called it the free fall. So all of a sudden you're, you're, you're so compressed, you just start to kind of plummet. Gravity starts to just pull you to the bottom of the ocean, right? Mind you, these people are tied to like a, a really sturdy like rope. Okay. So like you're, you're not just free falling. You are somewhat connected so that they, you're not like floating off in the ocean. Okay. Regardless, my point is all of a sudden you do this thing called a free fall. This is where they say that they experience this like euphoria because you're just, you fall. Now I can see where that, that part would be addicting, but this is where it becomes not addicting to me. You got to go back up, right? So now you have to, you have to swim against gravity, right? Swim against the current going back up to the top. You guys know how easy it is to dive in water. And then you're like trying to get back to the top. You're like, Ooh, fuck, this is hard. Yeah. Imagine doing this now for like competition. So all of a sudden you have these safety divers who can help in case something happens. But the worst thing is that all of a sudden the last 10 meters are often where accidents happen and they experience, they can't experience what's called a blackout. So when you've been holding your breath that long, you go from, you know, changes in elevation, whatever you want to call it. You come up to the top, all of a sudden you start blacking out. This is where you can then have like issues with your lungs and you can fuck yourself up and you can, you can quite literally die. Does that make you want to watch a documentary? I'm not going to talk much more about it, but let me tell you, it was fascinating. It was fascinating. It was so good. Ty and I watched it. We loved watching it even together. Like me and my brother, it was a fun watch. It was so enjoyable. So that's what I watched this week. The other thing that I really watched was I watched some Vanderpump in bed, but I'm going to be honest, guys. I've just kind of been taking a little break, taking a little breaky because Wyatt has been in and out of the house. I've been in and out of the house. We haven't had our time to like sit down and watch together. And I was honestly just getting so fucking annoyed like I needed to take a little break. I don't know if you guys go through this too, like with reality TV, but when you get so engulfed in it, you start to get so mad at these characters who you're like, I would literally do anything to be in your position or, you know, whatever, where you're like, why the fuck are you acting like that? Or like, or then you get mad. You're like, why are you doing that on public TV? Like, is that really who you are? You start to get so invested. And I was like, man, I'm just, I'm getting too deep (laughs) into this and it's frustrating me like way too much. And you just take a little like, you know, a little T.O. You need to take a little time out. So outside of not watching that, I really just watched a lot of YouTube this week. Honestly, like, am I weird? Like, is anyone else watching YouTube as much as me? Like, I feel like I'm a huge YouTube watcher. Like, I love watching YouTube. I love coming across random videos. I love watching podcast clips. I love watching like conspiracy theory clips of like, you know, aliens or like, did we touch the moon? Like, I don't know, like it, stuff like that. Just like, I love learning other people's opinions. And like, 
I feel like I can really decompartmentalize like what people think. And I love to just genuinely hear other people's thoughts. And so I love to just listen to it all. Even if people would look at that and be like, you're fucking crazy. I I'm like, I like what you're saying. Cause I just love to hear how people's minds work with the information that they're given. So, um, I've been watching that. I did watch also, um, like him or hate him, Tom Segura, he has his Netflix special from his comedy tour. I'm coming everywhere. (laughs) Genius. That shit was so funny. I'm only like, I think I have like 20 minutes left. I started falling asleep, but I, I did start, I did watch that, you know, obviously almost all the way through. I've just been really into comedy lately. I think I've just needed that release of like laughing. I just need to like a little chuckle, a little, uh, you know, mentally my brain, you know, going somewhere else. And it's been really good. So I've enjoyed it. Let me know what you guys have been watching lately. I'm really trying to look for a new show. Everyone's telling me to watch fucking Yellowstone and all this bullshit. And I'm like, isn't Yellowstone like not even returning? So regardless, if you guys have some good suggestions for watches, please let me know. I'm trying to figure out a good thing to watch. Oh, by the way, that show is called Deepest Breath. I I think I was right. Okay. So let's get into a little bit of a wellness corner really quick with a little update, because I just want to be honest with you guys here. I have been really struggling with my skin again. When I have makeup on, like you could, you can't really tell, like it's not like bad that way, but it's my overall like skin underneath. I'm having like a lot of redness and a lot of like hormonal issues from my chin and my neck. This has always been my problem area, but it's gotten significantly worse the past probably three to four weeks. So I've been really trying to figure out, okay, what is going on? What could be causing this? So I'm going to share with you guys a few things that I'm personally doing and going to kind of see how it feels. Number one, I am eliminating Alani energy drinks daily. (laughs) Hear me out. Alani energy drinks, when you look at the label, they have a lot of, not a lot, but 110% of B12. B12 is often linked to chin and neck acne. Now, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. So when I started to look at my labels of everything that I was taking every day, including like my multivitamin, um, I was taking my green drink. So I was taking multivitamin, fish oil, green drink, and typically having an Alani multiple times a week, right? So I'm eliminating my multivitamin, number one for now, and I'm eliminating my green drink for the next two weeks. I'm purging those to just see what happens in two weeks with my skin. Okay. That's, that's all. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying for right now, I'm like cutting out kind of like an elimination diet where you kind of just have to start from scratch. So I'm taking out those two, because guess what? I flipped over the label on my Alani nutrition multivitamin. Now this is not a bad thing. A lot of anything you guys take, whether it's Alani, whether it's whatever other nutritional company, whether it's from Meyer, I don't give a fuck. Read the labels is all I'm saying, because when you start compounding your supplements, and not double checking, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. That's not the company's problem. That's a you problem, okay? All form or formulations are typically around the same. So I flipped open my multivitamin and on the back of it, it said B12, 28,000%. Now I did not do the total math of how much B12 I should be having, but when you take anything that has 12,000% and then you're also drinking something that has an extra 110%, and then I'm taking my greens that just have different ingredients that are all also in these that are boosting up more. All of a sudden you have this cocktail of just too much of a good thing. So I'm just being more user conscious of, okay, how often am I taking my greens drink? Maybe I'm going to do my greens drink one day, just my probiotic for two days, then my greens drink again, then my probiotic for two days. You know what I mean? I'm kind of kind of playing it by ear. So I just wanted to share that because I think even as a, health coach, you know, someone who's read labels for a long time, a nutritional coach, you know, whatever. It's easy to just stop doing the work of like, oh, like, let me just double check what's in this. And it's stuff like that, that could sometimes add up. Now, will this solve my skin problem? I don't know. Maybe it is more hormonal. I'm not pregnant for once. I'm not breastfeeding. My, my body is kind of sh- slowly shifting back to its previous self that I haven't seen in three and a half years. So there's a lot going on. Okay. So give yourself grace. But if there's those small things in your day that you're kind of double checking, you're like, you know what? I'm going to change that, that you can always do that as well. Right. So 
I just wanted to share that in our little wellness corner update, because I think it's important to be open and honest that I don't always have it right too. You know, you can look at me like, oh, I bet Des just knows how to do everything and read all the labels and do all the things. I don't always know either. Okay. So I'm just playing it by ear. I'm going to go see my esthetician here next week. Um, well, by the time you guys are listening to this, I'm going to go see her on Tuesday and kind of see how my skin is doing. By the time you guys are seeing this, it'll probably be a good seven days since I've really taken my multivitamin or my greens drink and only taking a probiotic and taking balance. I am taking balance by Alani Nutrition. I just made sure I double check, double check the label and I'm good with that. So we'll see. I'm excited um, because I really do love the balance um, by Alani, but everything else, you know, if you're already getting a lot of your supplementation in your food, in your diet, um, there's just no reason to always supplement. And I think that's an important message too, is like, don't think you always have to supplement whatever that quote supplement is for you. So I'm going to kind of see what it, see what it does for me, um, play it by ear. And if that doesn't solve my issues, then I'm going to look into it more, but I might still go try to get like a blood draw in general, just for my hormones, just make sure I'm doing good. You know, after being pregnant, breastfeeding, pregnant, breastfeeding, bodies change. You know, I just want to make sure I'm getting older, you know, things things are changing. So I just want to make sure I'm doing my due diligence of just, Hey, is everything okay? I have had normal periods. Um, I've gone, you know, same 29 to 30 day cycle for, you know, what, three, four months now. It's been great. I'm really, really happy with it. And I'm overall feeling great, but I'm just going to kind of, you know, play it by ear. So the last thing I just wanted to say of this episode is just, again, thank you guys so much for listening to last week's And so many of you sent me messages and I'm sorry if I couldn't reply to all of them, but just know I see them all. Just with last week, my YouTube and my uh, podcast, I touched on it about my, my my trip experience with Tula, how that ended up shaking out for me and how I feel. And I think it was just such a reminder um, the past week, it really weighed on me for about like the whole week, even after I shared it. So like, you know, the episode went live Sunday. It really messed up my whole week last week. Like I was still feeling just so like out of my element, like who am I, what am I doing? Um, no one cares. Like, you know, I was just in my head. It was, it was not fun. And even now, like, you know, those self self doubt thoughts are so kind of trickling. And I'm like, stop, 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 stop. Like you're fine. You're doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. Love you so much. You know, keep slaying. And, um, it's just so important to remember, like you, you're allowed to feel those feelings. You're allowed to second guess yourself. You're allowed to be like, oh, you know, Am I doing enough? You know, we're all going to feel those. Like you can't just X those thoughts out forever, but what you can do is control how you react to them. Once those thoughts start trickling in, what are you doing to talk yourself out of those thoughts? How are we affirming ourselves after those thoughts enter our head? I'm not saying it's got to be all rainbow and roses all the time. And we got to be like, wow, I love myself. My life is so perfect. And I'm just so grateful. God is so good. Amen. And to God be the freaking glory. I'm not saying you got to do that. If you got to say, Hey dude, my shit sucks right now. Fuck this. But immediately affirm. I am so grateful that I have a home over my head. I am so grateful. I woke up today healthy. I am so grateful. I can move my body. I am so grateful. I have enough money to pay my bills this month. I am so grateful that I can go out to eat with my family. You know, whatever it may be, it's the immediate affirmation. You're allowed to feel the suck. I always say that let the suck suck, sit in the suck, sit in the suck, but immediately game plan. How am I going to get out of it? Right? So Everyone goes through it. Don't let yourself feel like you're the only one second guessing yourself. Don't ever think I have my shit together. Don't ever think other people have their shit together. Every day we are all battling our own thing and we can say it till we're blue in the face that Instagram is a highlight reel. Social media is a highlight reel. And I don't care how motherfucking vulnerable your favorite influencer is. You will still never, ever, ever see the reality of their life. And that includes me. I share a fucking lot, but there's also as much as I wish I could, there's a fucking lot I don't share too, right? So just remember that. And that never means that someone is out to deceive you or play you or whatever. It just means that we are all still entitled to whatever form of privacy that we want. And we do not need to share everything on the internet. So just know you're not alone. There's so many people out there that are struggling, that are just having shitty days. So whatever, you know, sit in the suck, let it fucking suck. Let yourself second guess yourself, but immediately game plan. How am I going to get out of it? That would be my biggest, biggest 
kind of like pep talk to you guys this week is I know someone out there, you're listening to this. You're like, you know what? But Des, my life really does fucking suck right now. Listen, babe, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. But how are we going to game plan to get out of it? How are we going to make it through this season of our life to see the other side? Because the grass is always greener. You might be, I think of COVID. We all wanted to be out of COVID so bad, right? Fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. This is hard, this is hard, this is hard. All of a sudden COVID's over and all of us are kind of reminiscing like, you know what? We kind of miss that thing. We kind of miss the lockdown. I kind of miss being at home. I kind of miss the slow times. I miss not going to work. I'm, you know, whatever it may be. And we were all bitching about it while we were in it, right? So even though the season of suck you're in might suck, don't also wish it by. Because in some odd fucking way, you are going to miss where you're at right now, whatever whatever that looks like. And it might you might be like, no, I won't, Des. Bet your motherfucking bottom dollar, bitch, okay? Come back to me in a couple of months and be like, Des, you were right. You were right, girl, okay? So just let that be the message that sinks with you this week is even if your week sucks, whatever your day sucks, don't wish it by. Do not wish it by. Let it suck, sit in the suck, but also find the greatness in every day. All right. I love you guys. I can't wait to chat next Sunday. We have our last episode on the 20th before our big episode with Vanessa and Xander, which again, I just hope you guys love so much. I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Um, and next week, I know I said I would do it this week, but we had a lot of pop culture next week. We're going to do a tell me a secret. So make sure you guys come with your best secrets, come everywhere with your best secrets. Uh, go to the either link in the description box here on YouTube or go to the show notes or go to the Instagram. I'll put it on the story today on Sunday or go to our website, brunch with Desby, all one word.com scroll down. It'll say like, tell me your secret. They're all anonymous. I promise I don't trace your ass. Okay. No offense. I don't care enough to know who you are because this is for, this is for fun. I don't need to find out your secret. I don't need to tell your boss. I don't need to tell your husband or your wife or your spouse or your girlfriend, whatever. I don't care enough. We're here to have fun. We're here to spill the tea and we're here to boycott Tesla. Okay. Sorry, Elon. Love you guys. And we'll see you in next Sunday. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.